Now, the reopening of Australia's border has come as unwelcome news for our tourism sector. Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison announced double-jabbed international travellers will be welcome in the country from February the 21st. Under our own government's current plans, international visitors may not be able to enter New Zealand until July, and some of them not until October, and then they'd have to self-isolate for at least a week on arrival. Linda Keane is Chief Executive of the Tourism Export Council with us now. Afternoon, Linda. Oh, good afternoon, Heather. Well, this is bad news for us, isn't it? Because they're going to get the jump start by about, what, potentially five five to eight months? Four to five months if we do hit the July target. Um, But what you said is absolutely correct. Um, The self-isolation requirement is just going to stymie any person or travel agent offshore's um, interest in selling New Zealand. And it's, it's a really serious problem. We're, we're really thrilled for our um, counterparts in Australia. Uh, last week with the uh, proposed plan of the announcement, gave a little bit of certainty, but not absolute certainty. But now it's like we've gone one step forward and, and four steps back. And, and the key reason is that Australia is a competitor for us. So airlines and offshore partners are going to sell Australia first before New Zealand because they know exactly what day they can come into the country with no isolation requirement. Are we competing for the same people, are we? Oh, absolutely, yes. So about 40% of most international visitors that come into New Zealand uh, also go to Australia because we're a long-haul destination. We're mm. a desti- both, both countries are destinations that are like once every five to ten years on the bucket list. So if there's barriers in one country and no barriers in the other country, um, the offshore travel sellers are actually going to sell the country that is available. Also, the airlines have got to get uh, fill their planes up. So it is actually quite a serious issue for us and it's going to put another dent in our global reputation, unfortunately. Okay, so what do we need to do? I mean, what kind of dates would you like to see if we want to stay competitive with Australia? Yeah, we're mindful that we're yet to go through the Omicron uh, wave and let's let's hope that we actually don't go through it as what's been uh, projected by all the modellers. Um, None of these modelling figures seem to have come true in in any form or fashion over the past um, 12 months. But what we need to do is just to get that self-isolation requirement removed. uh, Global competition is going to be absolutely fierce. And as soon as a country opens its destination up, there's a flood of bookings going into that country. And over the last 48 hours since the announcement, um, I've had inbound tour operators, I've had small tour operators, some world-class visitor attractions contact me and just say, what do we do? We've just had this wave of cancellations now and we've been told the bookings are shifting to Australia. So we need the date, we need the date quickly and we need a commitment to that date with no self-isolation. Um, (laughs) Linda, can you hazard a guess? I mean, it seems to me that if we're going to peak in mid-March, then it's obvious Mm -hmm. to you as a rational person and to myself as a rational person that it's going to be completely unnecessary to be asking anybody to do self-isolation beyond that point. Could you hazard a guess at why the government refuses to commit to that? Oh, that's that's a tricky one. I I think there's still a lot of fear factor in this and there's some... um, the cautiousness by the government throughout, you know, the whole COVID response. In 2020, they did great. 2021, questioned some of their decision making. Um, I, I think that they are just so cautious that they have created fear in New Zealand citizens about people are going to die. And I say this very gently because no one wishes that. 
But today when the Prime Minister now asked the country to prepare for influenza, for the flu in winter, it, to me this just seems to be a bit of an overcautious approach, but we do appreciate they've got tough decisions to make. But we still have to get in step second step with the world and that's what worries us that New Zealand's going to be left behind and hundreds of amazing businesses are going to have to wind up and fold because they just can't last any longer unless we can get a date and unless we can get some targeted funding for the tourism sector to get to the starting gate. Linda, thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it. Linda Keane, Tourism Export Council Chief Executive.